This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Teehee, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Salona McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. Sound a little smoky there, I know. Mama. I was yeah. laughing earlier and didn't quite have it is out of my what, throat. Is that what does it? Yeah. You know, people Flimmy. would pay big money for that knowledge. <coughs> yeah. Who's going to pay money? Because uh, I, I believe that women and, and men, they like the smoky voice sometimes. Smoky voice. Oh. You know, what's her name? Yeah, the um, Black vocal. Widow actress? Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. People love her because of that. Uh, it's, so. um, it's called Vocal Fry. Vocal Fry. Vocal Fry. Yes. So apparently Look not functioning yeah. correctly anymore. Yeah. Apparently it's super bad for your voice also. Huh. But girls like to do it because. Oh, they do? They're actually trying to. Yeah, do like that. girls that are like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> look at what we just did three minutes into the episode. This is an Aikido podcast yeah. where we talk about Aikido and other adjacent issues. We're only a issues. minute and nine seconds oh, in. Okay. Yeah, we've, we've not really wasted just enough. wasted our whole 40 minutes. Plenty, plenty of time to, to waste it. Good. <laughs> All right. Vocal fry. This is a podcast where we waste your time yeah. and talk about Aikido. So. I had an idea for an episode, and hopefully it'll make for a good episode. But um, looking at sort of the idea of the philosophy or the, the yeah, like life philosophy of Aikido. Um, and, uh, you know, how Aikido, if you're studying correctly, should translate from on the mat to off the mat. And it can be more about your general uh, ways of looking experience. at life uh, in the same way that it can be the conflict. Man. There is some sort of little... It's my fridge. No. <laughs> All right. Um, that was a long pause. <laughs> so, uh, it struck me um, that... Aikido really is, as a martial art, there's, there we go, ooh, as a martial art, there is a, um, there's a lot of philosophy behind it that can be used in your normal life, and, you know, uh, we've probably talked about this before at some point, but, um, and so, one of the philosophies that I kind of, I don't want to say that I live by this philosophy, but I find very intriguing and, and interesting um, is uh, something that the alcoholics uh, have in their 12-step program, and it's the serenity prayer. And uh, I pulled it up so I can uh, read it. But essentially, it's, it says, God grant me the serenity, serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Um, and so the other day I was thinking about this and it occurred to me like this, this is Aikido, you know, this is the, um, or at least for me, I believe, and we can discuss it, that this is essentially the tenets of Aikido put in different wording. So tell us more about that. Well, so I think if you look at, you know, Aikido as, as it unfolds, this is the, exactly the things we're doing all the time, right? Um, we're, there are things we can change and things we can't change within a confrontation. Um, we have Urano Malte, so uh, there, are, there are some things we can change. If I can move this 
other person, I will move them. I will move a mote. If I can't, I will accept that and I will go around it. And the trick is, the problem that arises is knowing the difference. And I think a right. lot of times when uh, people get caught up in um, in the something goes wrong, it's because they're not realizing that they're trying to change something they can't change or they're trying to yeah. affect something that they have no control over. And we talk about it all the time, autonomy, right? That's the, the thing. And if you look at um, the thing that you can control, what is it? Yourself, mm-hmm. ultimately. Um, then you kind of see how this this can make perfect sense within the, the art. I, I've, I've done this a lot. I've talked about this a lot in class. Like, you know, um, it's far easier to move you, to move yourself, than it is to move someone else. And so um, this, I believe, is at the, the core of what we do in Aikido, which is I don't spend time trying to move someone else if it's difficult. Right, I, I spend right. zero time doing that. Um, and I just move myself. And, and what Josh is saying about autonomy is like, you know, that is the goal is I always want to be free to move myself wherever it is I need to be that works for me. And what's nice about this philosophy is it doesn't require me to be stronger than someone else because as long as I've got enough power to move me, then I can do whatever it is I need to do. And so I think that's that's a hard thing to get at because people misconstrue what's being said there a lot, you know, and, and like in that, that alcoholic's prayer, you know, the the – grant me the the courage to change the things I can change the things you can if you can change it right. change it if it's bad and it's wrong and and I think Yoshiba was 100% behind that philosophy and that's at the core of Aikido you know so like don't let you know and like uh, you know I'm kind of paraphrasing from stuff Yoshiba would say but like stuff like you know don't let evil and justice happen in the world you know right, don't right. don't let wrongdoers do things you know like don't do that um, change the things you can, fix the things that are problematic. But there are some things that you can't just go change. Right. And when you can't go change that, you have to accept that. Now, the hard part of both of those things is understanding when one's right. true the, and when the right. other's true. And that's the, the grant me the wisdom right. to, to know the difference. And so it's like, this is what we should be doing in Aikido. And it's it's like, you know, if, if you're a boxer, I say this a lot in class, you know, like if you're a boxer, then... Um, there's a problem. What is your answer as a trained boxer? Well, your tra- your answer is to hit it. That right. is your answer. Right. I'm right. going right. to punch it right. until it stops, right? <laughs> um, and I'm going to block and so it cannot punch me hard. Um, what is your answer if you are a wrestler? Well, I'm going to grab it and hold it down. That's my answer. Aikido has neither of those. It, it does what it needs to do. If it, if you need to hit something, hit something. Right. If that's no good, then don't do that, right? right? Like, uh, and, and everything should be solved at a level, ideally, that's energetic and not physical, you right. know? So um, it's change things with intent first, you know? Like, that's the easiest thing to start to change, you know? Like, you know, if, if I can have the courage to go, hey, I don't need your bullshit right now. Don't give me right, that. Right, it's not, right, it's right, not the right, right time right. for that. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I made a mistake there. I, I, sh- I, should, ta- I should own up to that, you right. know, take the responsibility for that. So being able to do that kind of stuff, having the courage to change things you can change, you know, uh, this shouldn't go that way. Um, and I think the big implication of the, that serenity, serenity prayer is that the, 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 the things you can change is yourself, number right. one, first and foremost. And I think in Aikido that tracks because that's the one thing you know that you can have control over. And in Aikido, everything else beyond you, it's, you know, it's fair game. I mean, it's, you know, in terms of like you don't know what is going to come up against you. And I right. think that's the idea of self-defense is 
you only have yourself and um, we want to take advantage of whatever uh, things are around us that might help us. Um, but also we're not going to assume that we have the upper hand in anything. And so the ability to go, um, how do I need to mold and fit myself to the situation um, so that I can properly take care of myself? Um, that's what needs to happen. Um, and I think that fits really nicely with Aikido, that idea that, that you have to change yourself before anything else. Right. Yeah, and I think it's a good... I mean, I think it's good from the practical standpoint. It's also good from a philosophical standpoint. Um, and I think just the that part of understanding the difference is so difficult for people um, because they don't realize that, like, you know, someone else's physical uh, attributes are not something that you can change, right? So if someone is bigger than you and stronger than you, like, that is not something you can change. Um, now, you know, you may be able to affect that in different ways, and if you, you can, you should, but knowing that, like, there are certain limitations in yourself, uh, and in another person, um... Based on what's given, Right. I think is, is really key, um, in, in what we're doing, and, and the ability to switch back and forth, you know? I think... So uh, there was a, this was probably about a year now, ago now, there was some debate going on among um, the Aikido martial people. I don't even know what to call this group. But, you know, the people who, who are like, you know, Aikido is hardcore and I can beat up everyone with Aikido. Like, you know, that, that group of people. And, um, I mean, one time I would have said I was one of those people. But, um, you know, that group of people was, was saying this, you know, they were kind of offended that people would say Aikido is for self-defense, you know. And there was some discussion about what that meant, you know. And, and uh, it, there's, this, there's this fear among people who do Aikido uh, hardcore, you know, that like if they if they say that, you know, Aikido's for self-defense or Aikido's for just taking care of yourself or something like that, that like it somehow lessens uh, what they are and what they're right, capable of. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. they want to be crushers, you know, right. they want to be like, oh, I'm a hammer, I'm going to smash everything up. Th- that is an inherent weakness. Um, because it means that you've got to go smash everything, right? Right. right like they, right. you only have one mode. That's right. And right. so, so everything is one tool. God, uh, you know, the prayer for that kind of person would be, uh, God grant me the the strength and courage and power and might to destroy anything that I see is wrong. <clears throat> right, right, right. Right. And so the, the, that's it's a very one sided thing, you know. Um, and and the truth is, the world's full of stuff that you don't want to crush. That, you know, right, all right. kinds of stuff. You know, you don't want to crush your kids. You don't want to crush your loved ones. You don't want to crush your family members. You don't want to crush other people in your community because you want those people to be strong and and develop well and grow well with you and be able to support you as well as you support them. And so, if you're only in the ever in the one mindset of I crush, right. you can't realize life that well there, there's also the there are also things that you you cannot crush like that that are just impossible for you to crush no matter how right you go about it and i think to for me that's the bigger uh, interest is in people thinking that somehow you know you develop these skills so that you can crush everything but it's like no that's not that's not the the ideal the ideal is to recognize that thing i can't crush um I'm going to leave it alone or, you know, I, I, but, and in that I have to accept 
it and figure out a different way, right? A different path, you know. Um, and it's, but I think that's, and I don't know why that's so hard for people to to get, but I think that's the reason that you have like, you know making the perfect ikkyo and all of these technique like focusing on these technique things to get them because we somehow believe that like by training there is like this power that we can get that allows us to uh change or overcome things that shouldn't be normally overcome i mean i think i think there's two kinds of people who do aikido um one of them's in the majority and one's in the extreme minority. But the, the majority of people who do Aikido are people who uh, feel weak inherently. Um, and they're drawn to Aikido because it's nice. Uh, Aikido's a nice martial art. Like, um, even in hardcore dojos, it's generally a lot nicer right. than you would see in other martial right. arts schools. Yeah. Um, so it, it draws people who, who felt kind of weak their whole life, you know? And so that kind of person, when they start getting turned on to martial arts, can very easily get persuaded by, you know, power, you know? And so the power is, you know, draws it's, me to... It's palatable at first, and then it starts to kind of, like, reel you in to go, oh, martial arts are cool. I want more of this yeah. feeling of empowerment. Yeah. Um, and I think the other side is kind of what um, uh, Lisa Klein was talking about in uh, uh, Chiba Sensei, which is like someone who was strong and vicious and mean, and they were trying to find a way to, to curb and control that right, side right. of themselves, you know. Um, and I think um, a lot when we talk about Aikido being peaceful, those two groups hear that very differently. You know, and the group that's coming from originally from weakness tends to hear that as weak stuff and like hippie talk and jargon. So like when I talk to people like that and and I'm saying the kinds of stuff I generally say about Aikido, I get like, oh, that's that's peace, peace loving stuff, you know. And it's like when you talk to the other group that's like been through terrible things, they're like, oh, that sounds reasonable because getting fucked up sucks or hurting people really bad sucks because I've hurt people and I don't like the way that is. And I don't like the way I feel when I do that, you know? And both of those groups are trying to unconsciously trying to reach out and find some kind of balance in themselves. Absolutely. They have one predominant side and they're trying to, you know, temper that. Um, And I think that, uh, that is the ideal of Aikido. And it's the same thing in the serenity prayer is the balance of understanding things you can't control and understanding the things that you can control and seeing when each is appropriate and acting as appropriate to those things. Um, And that's, I think, unconsciously what everybody really wants is to be appropriate to the situation and not fly off the handle when they don't need to. And also, you know, to be strong and confident when they yeah not cower when they they need to be strong and confident you know but i think it's hard once you start to get a taste of the other side um to go like i want more this feeling of power you know it feels great it feels and this thing is like it's seductive it starts i think it starts for people that come in feeling weak and and not um strong enough they it's it starts as empowerment and then it becomes chasing just power rather than empowerment and i think there's a, a difference between those two and, and I think it, like, um, it, it's hard to see how that other part of yourself, the original part of yourself that, that does maybe want, you know, n- to not fight can also be important, you know. And so I think it's, like, a path that a lot of us go through, you know, that, like, you have to reject what you're from to find something new. And then a lot of us kind of circle back to realizing that what you came from has its strengths also. 
Um, but that's a hard realization. That's a hard cycle to make because that requires kind of doing a whole 360 um, and, and seeing the, the value in, you know, two th- different poles, you know, when, I mean, nothing is really so two-sided. But I think those are the big, two gr- big groups you see in Aikido, you yeah. know, the people that are like the artistic side, quote unquote, and the, the, the martial side. It's interesting, though, because it's like, uh, I think that, like, what you're saying is like those two sides can and and do coexist, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's funny how they both seem to, like, think about each other at, at the pole. So it's like, if you're doing the more artistic side, it's like, well, this isn't a design to be... Uh, martial or, or mean or tough or whatever and on the flip side uh, there it's like no if you're doing that you know weak stuff then that's not doing the the art in the way that it was designed to be done but the truth is both of those things are true right like that's right because we do have uh, as a guiding principle um, the idea of accepting when we're the things we can't change or whatever and, and, and being able to flow with things and not have to crush everything but there are techniques uh, that are built into the system that are definitely designed to we have a temi for a reason right um, uh, and there are uh, a multi variations of techniques so there techniques are, that hurt <laughs> there, right so there are moments when um the art is uh, designed to be powerful, um, and so I think like fa- like ha- hanging, getting hung up on one or the other um, can be problematic and and um, kind of cause more problems in what people are looking for, right? Because it's not going to be just the the powerful crushing art. It's not boxing. It's not whatever. Um, and on the flip side, if you are not looking at the powerful side of Aikido, I think maybe you're also limiting yourself or you're missing out on uh, something that's also really important in the art. I think even if we take like something as concrete as the, you know, something that we can all kind of generally see as Aikido, which is the techniques of Aikido, you know, like looking at like today in class we were doing um, Sankyo and Nikyo. And uh, it's interesting because we can all kind of agree that, you know, those, they hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also can all agree that, like, it's fun to do them. It's fun to do Sankyo and Nikyo. And, like, we've all had those moments where it's been like, oh, shit, that really hurt. But also we're laughing, we're smiling, we're having a good time. And, uh, you know, that's certainly how it was today in class. We were all laughing about how much it, like, ah, hurt, you know. Right. Like, we're all joking about, like, oh, shit, you really got me there, you know. And, like, I think that that's, like kind of a weird little like microcosm for what's going on in Aikido, which is like there is pain for sure, but it's something that we're willfully, you know, willingly going into um, because we want to grow as people. And, you know, in the strictest sense, it's like, oh yeah, I want to become more flexible. And, and, you know, Sankyo will make me more flexible in the most solid way, but like also like in the more abstract ways, like you're choosing to put yourself into something hard in order to, become a stronger person um but also it's something that like it's communal and it's um creating relationships and we're all laughing and having fun and having a good time and that's a strength of aikido too you know so i feel like that's a perfect depiction of like you know the the hardcoreness of aikido you know that we all agree and enjoy on you know but we also all are enjoying it and we're all having a good time and we're all you know no one in aikido class really i think wants to break someone's wrist or 
you know, tear a ligament or something via a technique. You know, nobody's really aiming for that, I would think. Even in the most hardcore dojos, I don't think that's what really people are aiming for. And so I feel like that's something that, like, we can all kind of agree on that little microcosm. I think that, that if you kind of extrapolate out from there, you know, you can see that, like, Aikido has both elements, you know, and there's a, a value in uh, having that, that, that strength, but also that, um, you know, commun- communalness to it, that, that peace kind of thing. I see this a lot, actually, not a lot, but I see it in students a lot where uh, there are the, the two kinds of people. Um, you have the guys who are solid, they're there. Um, they do every technique very uh, forcefully, um, and they are very uh, so- solid, I guess is the, the proper term. Uh, and then you have the people who are kind of noodly, and they just sort of <laughs> like, you know, uh, worm around a lot. And they uh, have their own set of um, strengths. Like strengths within that, right? Yeah. Um, so... But it's always like you gotta have both. So when I'm when I'm seeing someone who is just completely noodly, it's like there are moments where you need to be firm and you need mm-hmm. to be able to switch into the the multi the go mode, right? Yeah. Um, and on the other side, and I think it's a little clearer on the other side with people who are just really uh, sort of strong and and um, solid you got to chill out sometimes you got to be able to be soft and relaxed and and flowing a little more um but it definitely takes both kinds like you know um you can't and there again are benefits and drawbacks to each if you're uh, a big uh burly guy that's great um but you know you're also that rigidity causes uh, some unbalancing and things. Uh, and on the a flip side, if you can't get yourself together and be strong, sometimes you're just going to get put down on, on the ground. Right. You know? um, so it definitely, you, you need both, um, and you might be better at one than the other. Um, and, and so, and, and you, you will probably um, gravitate to one more than the other. But you got to be able to have both, I think. The the kanji eye is is fitting. You know, it's like how something fits into something else, and like I think that's the goal of Aikido is is to find how you fit. Um, but you know, a fitting always requires some of both qualities. Yeah. You know, yes. like it, it can't just be one yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Or, or nothing fits. You know, it just bounces off of each other. Um, so yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, Yoshi would say in and yo, yeah, like so. Uh, you know, there's a give and a take to stuff. And that's what you have to learn, and that's what you're mastering. And I think that that prayer definitely is the same thing, which is like, you know, change what you can change, accept what you can't change, and understand, and that's the Aiki part, which is which. Right, the difference. I think that's the hardest part, too. Right, is, super is, hard. That's the wisdom part, right. Is the like, difference. And I think that's a lot of times when people who are, you know, on that real hardcore martial side – um, they hear people sit, talk about like peace and stuff. They're like, "Oh, that's just hippie talk." And it's like, "No, it's it's not at all hippie right, talk." Right. You know, and I don't think Yoshiba was a hippie in any way, shape, or form. I think that guy was all about making sure things went down right and justly. And you know, I mean, you can read his writings, and he talks about that over and over and over. But there's a harmony to that, right? And it's not a, it's not a dictatorship. It's a, it's a harmony, right? Yeah, I think. Um the first thing that we learn in Aikido, you know, is like how to start changing the things we can change, which I think, like I said before, 
is primarily at least for us ourselves right. you know That's and working we're... on from day one you know nice. working on your own your own koku you know working on your kemi skills working on all that stuff is like how can you change you to to, to handle whatever comes your way um and and then i think from there you know the next step often in people's aikido journeys is the um you know accepting the things that you can't change you know um but still like having that's the masubi right yeah that's the 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 not the but then also like like what i mean by that is like um like looking at like looking into the face of you know your training partner who may be a lot bigger than you or doing a you know a four-person rondori or you know something crazy like that and going like you know i cannot overcome this in the sense of i can't wrestle these four people you know i i can't um i can't run straight into the face face of this thing that doesn't mean that i can't i that i won't survive you know <laughs> but but to realize like i can't um I can't overpower this group of people or this weapon or whatever, you know? And so like understanding there are things that you cannot change and that you cannot affect um, in the way that you might want to. And then I think the final step is going, okay, I, now that I, now that I understand my, like my place in terms of I can control me, I can't control other people in the sense of I can't make people physically stronger than me do what, do my bidding, you know? telling the difference between those two you know and going like what situations do i need to be you know key i and what do i need to be i key you know and and like we said that's that's the hardest freaking part is is switching between those two quickly and you know making space taking space and vice versa over and over you know i feel like a lot of times the the situations where people like find that i that the techniques or whatever aren't working the weird spots if you're doing a technique and it gets to a spot and it's like ah why is this doesn't why doesn't this feel right it is because of that like you are not understanding what's needed in this situation right you're not understanding um that you need to uh own the situation or accept the situation you know yeah and i think like um i know what that's what i see anyway happening or feel when i'm doing techniques you know it's like yeah, and I think that in a super important role in that is, you know, as an uke, the higher up you get, you know, facilitating that right situation for that for the other person, you know, making sure that you're showing like, hey, you need to, you know, I'm be too strong, I'm gonna do my best to be too strong for you yeah, here, you so right. that you realize like, like you can't muscle this, you know, you've got to, you know, this is a an other technique, you need to move out of the way, um, or vice versa, like I'm, you know, going to be receptive to whatever you're giving me, and you know, try and provide the the right situation for you to figure out what you're working on um and i think that that takes time to (laughs) be in the moment enough to really um, be the opposite side to that person figuring out constantly handing them the problem with the easy answer of you know can i change this or do i need to be changed by it you know it's uh i for a minute i I was into reading um, accounts from the revolutionary war and uh, it was interesting, all kinds of different stuff, you know, and, and reading the accounts, they were firsthand accounts at the time, you know, like, so they talked to people often right after these things had happened, you know, within a year of when these things had happened. And I was really shocked at how many times people said, uh, I ran and hid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I basically, you know, <laughs> right, right. I ran and hid in the swamp. I ran and hid behind a tree. Uh, I ran and hid under my bed. I ran and hid, you know, like all kinds. I mean, this is run and hide was what happened a lot. And then sometimes that was followed by, then I shot that guy. Sometimes it was followed by, I hid there all night and then went away and I could leave. 
or it was followed by, I watched my friends who didn't run and hide. They're all dead now. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, a, I, I, it, to me, it was shocking at the time to read it because I read it like thinking like, oh, it's going to be all these awesome right. accounts right. of like, I'm, I'm on the shooting people and, and yeah, I'm yeah. strong I'm, and awesome yeah. and got in a fight with a bayonet. And mostly it was, I, I, I ran and hid. Right, right, right. And that's, and that's that thing where it's like, those people had the wisdom, right. and that's why they were making the, the, the right. count, accounts, you know? Be, right. right, that's why they, they lived. That was a moment hit, that right. they couldn't change, and so right. they ran, right. ran and hid. And that didn't mean the war was over. We won. Right, right. right. So, like, you know, because I was reading Americans' accounts, but we, we, we got through the war, right? Sorry, sorry, England. Um, <laughs> right. But we got through the war, and, 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 and we yeah. prevailed, but we prevailed through an intelligence, right? right? Through through understanding how to play to our strengths, and that's that's a lot of what Aikido is about too, you know. And and I think this is what the you know the that that's about because it's like trying to help alcoholics find how to play to their strengths and right, how to get right, through this. Right. You know, it's yeah. hard. It's right. hard. No one's saying that you know, and you might make a mistake and well, you might give in. But right. and here's the thing: I think it's extremely hard. Like I think that really truthfully doing this thing and it seems easy right which is just like oh yeah that thing i can't change this thing i can good let's do it um but it's not it's difficult because um you re- it really takes some introspection um and i feel like that's not something uh, like a lot of people are into necessarily um really looking at themselves and looking yeah. at a situation in a realist like in a yeah, in a realistic way, like looking at something and being a hundred percent honest about what is happening in this situation, right? So we just want to think like, sure, I can throw this guy down, um, but really looking at the situation and going, ah, no, that's probably not the best idea. Um, that's a difficult thing, you know. And so I think that's also another problem with a lot of this is like, it's based on you being honest and you having. No, right. no ego about the thing that's happening, right. you know. Which is um, real hard. <laughs> and that's, that's difficult. It's very hard. Right? Yeah. You know, which is why I think it's a, a, a nice philosophy to have and definitely a good philosophy to have in conflict because you can't afford to have that, that ego um, in, in, in a conflict situation. Like it's just it's going to do you bad. And I, I think that like applying the serenity to prayer to conflict is like – that's what it was made for because life is conflict, well, right. you know? And like, duh. Uh, but like, I think, you know, like what anybody who has any addiction is going through is there is the, the, the tangible problem of the addiction. Sure. For sure. And that's the, the manifestation of all of this other shit right, that's the under actual, the surface, right. the actual shit that, that they're working on. Um, or that they're having trouble working with, you know? And so the reason they started drinking in the first place. Right. 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 And so that's like, to me, that's what the serenity prayer is really talking to. It's like, it's, it is about, you know, whatever the addiction is, but it's, it's really about finding a way to deal with life, you know? And I think that that a hundred percent is like, you know, you know, it's like we come to the dojo to learn martial art. Sure. But I think, uh, if you're really, if you're really, you know, getting the most out of your training, then you are looking at yourself you you have to you right. know you are introspecting and, and um it you is know, an art right i right. mean it is martial but it is an art so and we're doing it through learning something you know this in a way it's a totally arbitrary thing that we're learning but through that we're working on ourselves it's funny what you're saying because like um you know i've studied a lot of different martial arts and uh i would say a lot of these lessons that we have in aikido 
are available in any of the martial art because like make it to the gym train hard right, right. give it your best get beat up sometimes and accept and, that right. um be as humble as you can in your victories um uh, gain strength through character you know all this stuff i mean it's, it's available if you wrestle brazilian jiu-jitsu it doesn't matter what you do i mean it's available but um, what you said about, you know, it's kind of like a, the stuff we're training in Aikido kind of has nothing to do with, with this stuff, like, you know, like on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Aikido is much more on the nose about it than any other martial yeah. art. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. We're kind of saying from the very beginning, it's about living a good life. Right, like right, that's, yes. you know, if you wait, read Yoshiba, he's talking about having a good life and like making everyone have a good life and having this bridge of harmony that makes everyone in the world happy together like that's what he's talking about and that's what it's about so it's like much more on the nose about like yeah we're totally here we're trying the, to live a good life things where we yeah. will yeah we're here. trying to learn to fit in with stuff not just punching stuff and and arbitrarily then we'll learn through that about other stuff like yeah. we're trying to learn to live a good life every second we're in the dojo and, and i think yeah like you're saying like anything that you pursue you know that you pursue to a certain degree, you're going to be looking at yourself. But I think, you know, like through Aikido, you are, it's, that's part of the philosophy. That is, you know, absolutely. Um, And I think, you know, it's part and parcel of everything, every piece of everything that we do. Right. I think that's hard to see on the day to day, you know, when it's like, oh, we're doing this technique, we're doing that footwork, blah, 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 you know, we're, we're rolling, whatever, like that, you know, that to me is like that in a way, that's the arbitrary part, you know, because it's just, it's whatever, you know, it's, it's just, material you know in some ways but the philosophy part of it that that links it all together is a hundred percent like work on yourself work on your relationships with people that you care about and with the people that you don't care about right, you know right, like right, work right. on your relationships with everyone right i'm not trying to be obstinate here but i mean even look at like you know the, like to me rolling mm-hmm. rolling's more than just an analogy right, it's right, an actual right. physical reality of <laughs> yeah. what happens when you're hurtled at yes. the ground i mean yeah as an analogy like i roll with the the blows right, yeah right, but right, also yeah, right, literally right. fucking literally so i can live a good life and not smash my head sometimes because right. i slip on ice like rolling is something you like everything in aikido is that way like a sword coming down you learn to get out of a sword you might go like well that's just a weird random practice but it's like no it's something that cannot be denied that is something coming down on you and you can choose to move to the side or you can try and block it and resist it if you would like how's that going to turn out for you and that's one of the things i think is really important it's like aikido has these things built in a sword right for example um you cannot you will not overcome the sword. You cannot change the tra- trajectory of that uh, blade when it's coming down. It will cut you in half. So you, there the is only your choice, choice you have right? You is, know, right? Is to is to accept it and uh, blend fit with right, with right. What's and accept it doesn't mean you know it doesn't mean that I let the sword cut me. Right. It just means that I accept right. that sword's coming down, and I, right. it's futile to to try and stop that sword right. from doing that. So what can I do? I can change myself. I can right. adapt myself. So what what do I have to accept? That sword owns this space now. What can I change? Where me. I am in right. relation right. to that sword, right. um, and and that's having the knowledge the wisdom to know the difference between those two one of them gets you cut in half right. and i think so often we that's where people get caught up is um that sword's cutting down well only if i could get in there quick enough i can stop them somehow you know or or whatever it is um and it's like well no there are times and i think with a sword it's very clear um where the thing that's that's happening is is beyond you and you just and 
you have to um, accept it and and you know change what you can. Yep. But I do. I agree. I think it's built, and this is why I wanted to talk about this uh, because as I was thinking more about it, and and hopefully this made sense uh, to people listening, but. Um, it was like, yeah, it's just it is completely enmeshed in what we do all of the time. Yeah, um, they're saying it differently, of course, um, but it is the idea, right? It is the thing that we're trying to do always, always, always. It's funny always, because always. you know, like, uh, it, it seems sometimes like maybe it's not, but it's like you know, if you're learning to play football, you can learn lots about life and get awesome. But really, still, you're learning to play football. You're still learning to play a game. In Aikido, you're learning to deal with life. Right, that is learning, what you are right, learning you to are deal learning with. Life. Like you are learning to fit with things energetically ideally and physically secondarily and that's just like life you know like but i think like like kind of my point about that was that like if you're not in the mode to see the the metaphor of rolling the meta or the the lesson of you know uh moving with something versus against it then it is just it's arbitrary to you and so you no matter what you do have to be in the mode of i'm going to get something out of this beyond just learning the um the nuts and bolts of the thing right you know and so like no matter what you do being in the mode of like i'm going to learn about myself through this plus the thing i'm doing um and then once you're in that mode you can the the meta, there are metaphors and literals abound in Aikido, like you said. There, you know, it's all right there for you, you know. And so I think it's like uh, we tend to become complacent in our Aikido training, and then we lose the ability to see those 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 bits that are everywhere, you know. Right. And so being able to go like, no, I am. I'm training for me. I'm training right. for you know my self improvement in my life. And making things better for everyone around me, and then you you are able to to see beyond the Nikyo, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> so I think it, you know, it's like it's it, you've got to shift your your focus for yourself, you know. And it's really easy to fall back into the, you know, I show up, I drop my bag on the ground, I get on the mat, you know, and it's you know, just learning, you know, roles and stuff, you know. It's like it's got to be, it has to have life in it because that is what you will get. When you have life in it, you'll get life back. Right. All right. Hopefully Good. that was uh, something that people enjoyed listening to. I don't know. I, I found it to be, as I thought about it the other day, it was, like, uh, interesting to me. And I've always thought the serenity prayer had, what had, was a, a nice little piece of, like, philosophy, a nice thing to live by, um, and kind of a correct way to look at things. Um, and so I thought it was interesting when it clicked, oh, yeah, that is what we're doing, maybe. And, and that might be why Aikido appealed to me also. Um, so I definitely think, like, when you meet people that you can tell, it's like, oh, they've got a really um, a really clear way of seeing the world, you know, and you can tell that they're really at peace with the world around them and with themselves. That's that kind of way of living, which is, like, they know that there are certain things that are out of their control and they're not going to get you know, out of whack about a baby crying somewhere because they can't control that, you know. But they're also like, you know, can, will take charge of themselves and the things around them when they need to, you know, and they know how to how to figure it all out from there, you know. And I, that's the kind of thing that, that I'm working towards. And I hope, you know, like other people, especially through Aikido, that's what they're working towards too. One might say those people are serene. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Give me ah, serenity now. Serenity now. <laughs> All right.
Beautiful. Uh, what, what is our time looking like? Uh, 39 minutes. We're okay. right in there, All folks. Right. Very good. Let's, uh, <clears throat> Let's give some love patrons. to our patrons. Yeah. And I will say uh, if anyone out there has ideas that they'd like to shoot our way in terms of things they'd like to hear us talk about or anything else, feel free. We do always appreciate that. Right. I want to. I want to do an episode on Yoshiba the Trickster pretty soon. Oh, Ooh. okay, all right. Yeah, that sounds interesting, yes. intriguing. Yes. All right. I'm ready for that. All right. Um, thank you so much to our patrons. We super, uh, super, super appreciate you guys. Um, you make it possible for us to put this podcast out into the world. Um, and if you want to become a patron, um, our link is on our SoundCloud page, or you can just look us up on Patreon. Um, and it, you know, a dollar is great. We have a lot of patrons that are doing $2, $1, and that makes a huge difference. Um, yeah, it's super it really, we, we just, it's really nice to see your name on there and go like, people are listening. People want to hear this, you know, <laughs> yeah, know. it's also nice. Like right now, you know, so the computer is just about full. And so uh, it's like, oh, I got to get a new hard drive. And it's like, oh, we have money right, for right, that. Right. That is that nice. Would, that would be something that we would be dipping into yeah. uh, our pockets for otherwise. So yes, um, that is very nice. Much appreciated. All right. And who are these people that you keep talking about? These, these patrons. lovely patrons are John Smith, Rob Kitson, Lenny Acuna, Yuli Simgu, Matt Mumford, Urbano, Randy Stewart, Brian Crowley, Franz Marchinson, Hillary Jones, Matt Riley, Warwick Dean, Thomas Polino, Lisa Klein, Flora Henwick, Sharon Okada, Jim Gallant, Christopher Aceto, Marcin Chis, and Constantinos Andrew. If I said any of your names wrong, please do message me. Um, and we super appreciate you guys. We do appreciate you. Thank you very much for listening. All right. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. Oh, we should have like a little theme song for it. Yeah. Josh. Get on. Oh. <laughs> Josh, I'm, you get I'm already busy doing something else that yeah, I yeah, already he's, he's forgot about gifts for the patrons. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. Um, now I got to listen back to that <laughs> episode to find out what it was. What he was supposed to be doing right. that he's not doing. <sighs> so complicated. Anyway, tip of, the, tip of the week. You got something? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is- As a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it just you looked like you were Chris is like sure you do <coughs> no comment no comment <laughs> nothing to say well I mean you know um, this is very related to the topic that we just discussed that's always um, I mean that's always the thing yeah um, the next time you are doing something um, practicing a technique or doing something a little more uh flowy or you know a, a little more live um see if you can spot some situations where you um made the wrong choice in terms of you know mm. whether you, you know you clashed with someone or you uh made space and they they you know they weren't there where you thought they were or something yeah. and and think about it afterwards not while you're doing the thing because that's not the time to be uh mentally yeah, you know, contemplating. contemplating that while you're in the middle of it, just do the thing while you're doing the thing. And then afterwards, you know, talk with your partner or just sit and think about it or talk with your instructor about those moments and, and you know, think about what happened. Um, and, and 
you know, the exact thing that happened as in they hit me this way and I did this thing or whatever um, and go, okay, what different choice could I have made in that situation? You know, and I think like (laughs) we kind of do this thing and oftentimes where it's like you're in an argument and you later you're like, I could have said this, I could have said that, you know, Um, I think that's really helpful for us, you know, to, to, to think about um, what your options are and how you might handle a situation differently in the future, because that starts to um, help us kind of critically think about um, about what the Aikido answers are, what our possible choices are. Um, and that can kind of also help us think about like, how, how was I fitting with the situation? or How wasn't I fitting with the right. situation? And, and how can I, um, you know, handle that differently? Or how can I create space or make or, you know, take up space that I, I didn't? I think that's a really great thing, and I think it happens a lot, uh, where something just doesn't feel right. And you can't, you don't at the time maybe even understand why it doesn't feel right. But take note about it. Think hard on it, and you will probably come to some sort of, um, you definitely, you will come to some sort of solution um, as to why that happened. Um, And a lot of times, I think like Maya is saying, it it is because... um, you probably made just there was a bad choice that was made and and that's not to say that it's incorrect in whatever way but it just it didn't fit the way that it that it needed to fit so i think tracking those in your mind um those moments and even if it's you know you did the technique technique was fine whatever but there was a moment in the middle of it that felt weird mark that down in your mind later think about it um because those are getting rid of those is what really is going to show that you're able to fit, you know, because when you do these things, they should feel pretty much pretty effortless. Yeah, and and even if it's nothing so much as like, even if you can't remember a specific moment in whatever it is you were doing where you felt like, oh, that's, well, there's something wasn't right there, you know, like if you find yourself after a Jiwaza, like I was more tired than I should have right, been, right. you know, it's like, <laughs> it okay, extra. maybe maybe you need to work out a little more. But also maybe it's that you sprinted a little more than you should have during it you know if everyone's going you know at speed number five and you're going at speed seven it's like why are you going at speed seven you know you should be at five with everyone else so it's like okay what you know why was i needing to go at speed seven let's work on you know how can i move at the same speed that everyone else is going at and how can i make some different decisions about how to better utilize myself and my time and the things that i can control there you go yeah problem solves Problem solved. All All your problems are solved. (laughs) We'll see you, talk to you guys uh, next week. Next week. See you guys.